are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. You're now rocking with the best. Looking for the realest motherfuckers on the net. Street certified shit, nigga, this is it. That Clico Vision Radio shit is lit. Bones Hollywood, Don Knotts be the shit. Number one podcast, now it makes sense. Got them in the zone, now they telling all their friends. Listen one week, then they listening again. Sound way better on the second time around. Sound way better when the record's playing loud. Real hip hop, not the same mainstream. Not the same names with the lame 16. Round the whole world. They should all take heed If they ain't real They should all pay fees It really ain't a fight When you're training You came to win Get ready Let the games begin Motherfucker Ladies and gentlemen Welcome back Welcome fucking back Yo It's episode 56 Yo what up yo How you feeling I'm feeling good It's fucking New Year's Day 2019 New Year New us so with this episode here, we are we're gonna be kind of working off of a, a popular theme that we've had running for a couple episodes where we put people up against each other. You know what I mean? Um, now in this particular scenario, these two actually did have beef, squashed it back in the day. So in an effort to not throw gasoline on the fire, we're not gonna call this nature. Verse uh, Core Mega. It's a new series we're doing called Who You Got. And in this case, the options are Nature or Core Mega. You know what I mean? I like it. It's, it's something different. Um, it gives you, the audience, a chance to interact uh, with us, with each other. And um, yeah, should be a fun time. Polls will be posted on Instagram. Make sure y'all follow at ClecoVision. Radio at ClecoVision Media Group at Bumps Hollywood and at Don Knotts. Again, Mega Nature Beef is Squash. We don't want to reignite the shit, even though definitely be mad entertaining. <laughs> uh, you know, we all about peace in 2019. So yeah, that's the premise of uh, this fucking episode here. Pretty excited about it. I saw Na- uh, not Nature fucking mega dropped a new project and that kind of springboarded the idea for this episode hint at the new wave of the week which will be our new wave of the week but before we dive into anything else for the new listeners out there this is Clico Vision Radio your one stop spot for golden era hip hop I'm your host Bumps Hollywood with the co-host Don Knotts Don Knotts how you feeling I'm feeling extremely hungover I'm sure my voice probably sounds a little fucking raspy and messed up uh, due to great times last night um, it was actually a Clico Vision event over at uh, Monkey McGee's straight up extravaganza um, I was actually uh, the one who was supposed to be DJ and I kind of let this guy take over murdered the shit did his thing did his thing coroner showed up yo <laughs> Hats off. Uh, we had Petty Bubs beefing with his wife on the phone outside the majority of the night, but he came through <laughs> oh, and did his hosting fuck. thing. Shout out to Petty Bubs. <laughs> Shout out to Petty Bubs. Yeah, so, it, you know what I mean? And all in all. <laughs> this guy fucking snuck in a, a book bag with fucking Henny in it. Oh, that's where the Henny was coming yeah, from? Yeah, <laughs> like that shit fucked me up. I, I don't even think I finished the last cup that I had there, but that shit fucking... Jesus Christ. Shout out to Harvey the Bouncer for allowing somebody to smuggle in fucking giant <laughs> bottle of Henny. 
guy's fucking on his Harvey. job. <laughs> this guy's on his fucking job. As soon as he told me his name was Harvey, I was really like tempted to start calling him Harvey Wimpleman the whole night. Straight up. Shout out to fucking uh, Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, 2019, 2018 is in the fucking books. Look it back, reflecting on it. Uh, if you scroll through your iTunes library, ClecoVision had about fucking four episodes last year. You know what I mean? We was busy working. <laughs> After uh, next week, we'll have as many done this year as we did last year. So. so we are off to the fucking races. You know what I mean? Off to the races this year. So before we dive into the episode, man, let's take a moment to fucking reflect upon the year uh, in terms of music. In terms of, you know, our podcast and, uh, you know, how, how you feel about the year 2018, like. I, I hate, like, all these year-end wrap-ups and shit. You got everybody, oh, this year sucked, blah, 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 blah. Like, just mad bitching and complaining. All, like, whenever a new year comes around, it just gives people more of a reason to bitch about something nowadays, I feel like. And if your year sucked, that's on you. It has nothing to do with what celebrities died fucking what memes were posted like if your life sucks you need to do something about it all right so with that being said <laughs> how do you personally feel about 2018 i'm i'm fine it was just another fucking year in the history books for me i mean it's uh nothing real exciting for me but it, it was cool it was a calm mellow year so can't complain i'm good how about you it was rock solid as per usual 2019 what's your expectations yo the same shit as 2018 just another fucking year in the books Start shooting for the stars ladies and gentlemen <laughs> fucking counting down years until the day he checks out <laughs> jesus christ all right fuck it on a on a brighter note uh this episode as as you can tell you know what i mean we got the intro done by nature uh they're both queensbridge fucking veteran so this episode is, is close to the heart of don knots and myself also um so yeah like this shit kind of came naturally being that these two had beef in the past you know what i mean fucking mega was like first mentioned by Nas on one love yeah um and i feel like on Nas's first album in general we just learned about mad people you know what I mean? Like fucking Littles and Lake and fucking Karate Joe. And we're like, fucking Karate Joe. Who the fuck are these people? Yeah. And then when you hear like, what's up with Cormega? And then, um, you know, are y'all together? I remember like 95 when the fucking Stretch Armstrong mixtape dropped. Um, the I think it was part two. The one that was hosted by Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, that shit had on the real on the shit. And then fucking... You know what I mean? That's that was kind of like our introduction to, or at least my introduction to Cormega, on on the real, with Nas and fucking Screwball, I guess, right? Kamikaze Nas and um, yeah, it was Kamikaze and Screwball. I think I feel like they were Screwball. I just remember. See, I I don't I don't really even remember that as oh it was fucking Cormega's first appearance. Like now, yeah, they're like that. That's how I'll refer to it as, but. Um, back then it was like, oh, here's a new Nas song with a bunch of fucking nondescripts. Really? Yeah. I, like, I didn't give a shit about any of them at that point. I felt like anytime, I don't know, me personally, I was always, like, on the lookout for new artists and shit. 
And, um, like, I felt like when all of them came on, they all kind of came off. Like, the dude talking about riding on Kama or Kawasaki horses and shit. For like, some reason, I, I, just, I just remember all of them sounding the same. Like, I couldn't tell them all apart. And that, that, that was a problem with the uh, music back then, was if you weren't familiar with the artist, sometimes you couldn't even decipher who was who. Nah, cause the one dude had like a raspy ass like. Yeah, yeah, no, that that one guy. I think that was uh, one of the ones from Screwball. But um, yeah, nah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so I don't know. For me personally, shit was the beat was crazy. Nas fucking set the shit off, murdered the shit, and then uh, you know proceeded to have everybody else. So I'm saying, while we on the subject of it, let's drop that shit on the real. Core Mega Nas. Maybe screwball. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that shit. It's ClecoVision Radio with Don Knotts and Bums Hollywood taking you back. Finally up in this nigga on the real. All you crap niggas know the deal on the real. All you crap niggas know yeah. the deal. To my seed, may I lead you into no greed or evil. In the categories of stories, I breathe my sequel. You know the money, blues, blunts, broken 22s. Monkey see, monkey do what shorty sipping sunny do. Now it's VSOP and a GS that's mad smoking. Murder trees, cruising, gunning the stash so it won't poke me. Up in the Marriott, sweet 3010. Don't make no noise, cause we dirty. Tell the hoes, hurry in. We got the room lit up with perfume and mad booming. And videotaping, blooming asses on the zooming lens. Rolling on your nondescript niggas. I'm off for death like Colombians with bad coke that jip niggas. Tilt the Dutch, twisting up the Uwe if you're skilled enough and will we trust? Salute the dead, the nine milli bus. On the real, all you crap niggas know the deal. On the real, all you crap niggas, niggas know the deal. On the real, all you crap niggas know the deal. On the real. Oh, you crap niggas know the deal. Now it's verbal abuse, cause the mic's in use. To y'all, sorry excuse. Get your neck put in the noose. KL's quick to let loose to make your blood count reduce. Over the snare drum, we reproduce like cum. Impregnating the track to make it fatter than it was. Giving life to ideas through the verses, what he does. Till we see a close call about two clicks from my fortress. We rolling squad deep on the Kawasaki horses. Queen's bridge got the drop on y'all niggas trying to toss us. We Metal down time to show these clowns who the boss We live for the shit, ain't trying to take no losses Accumulating too much cream for you to touch Fuck it, welcome to my clutches Wipe the blood up off my chuckers from the buckets You gone and your crew still lovers can't call it I'm in love with this good life shit I'm working with jewels, cars, chicken clips, paying rent Merc presidents, running wild, stacking in pals Onyx pendants and booby down shit from the nail On the real, all you crap niggas know the deal. On the real, all you crap niggas, niggas know the deal. On the real, all you crap niggas know the deal. On the real, all you crap niggas, niggas know the deal. On the real, niggas be driving Lexus with BBSs, flexing diamond Rolexes, war gear investors. I chose to perfect this niceness. I'm blessed with excel preciseness. Snipe like a deaf wish. Analyze criminal minds daily. I never met an analyzer who could even come near me. Niggas fit me like I'm baby Sam. I owe my aunt. Whoever I hit is staying down. My shit don't jam. I never ran up on niggas for gold chains. But I've sold more dimes and rain than so soccer maintain. The road to riches 
Cause it's hard to follow He gets caught like Pablo Escobar, niggas I know Play no games and tear something out the frame My project remains a murder type domain And yo, to the kid who made my man ill will Blood on spill. the real When I catch up to your ass, you know the deal On the real All you crap niggas know the deal On the real All you crap niggas, niggas know the deal On the real All you crap niggas know the deal On the real all you crap niggas, niggas know the deal on the real. All you crap niggas know the deal on the real. You are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. All right, on the real fucking mega screwball Nas. First things first, recipes. KL apparently died in 2008 of a fucking asthma attack, which has got to be a shitty way to go. So, recipes to KL. Um, you know, that shit sucks. But on a brighter note, fucking uh, listening to that track, I, I was kind of saying, like, yo, the, the quality of the song is not top notch. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're thinking that shit was recorded on some, like, four track and. Oh, yeah, in somebody's basement. 41st side. Yeah, yeah, in somebody's fucking bedroom with mad sheets up on the walls to try to soundproof it. Like, you, you could tell it just sounds like shit. But honestly, like, that shitty quality, I feel like, added to it. It just gave it that gritty vibe. Well, shout out to this guy, Don Knotts, for purchasing fucking uh, plugins to make our shit sound, uh, you know, lo-fi. Lo-fi is actually a wave right now, so I, I can't knock it. But, um, all right, with that being said, this shit dropped, like like I said, like 95, um, 96, you had fucking, um, you know, It Was Written drop. You, know, you had uh, Mega was on It Was Written, right? On... Um, the uh, fuck was that? Action. Yeah, he was on affirmative action. So this guy's picking up steam and shit. Definitely would have loved to play affirmative action, but I don't trust playing Nas shit. Even though we played, uh, yeah, we played the message. Yeah, we we could have got away with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. At the, at the same time, we were, I think, introduced to nature before it was written, if I'm not mistaken, right or not? Nah, it hell was right, no. It was right after. It was after that. Because he was supposed to be on shootouts, and then uh. He dropped a, they dropped a shootouts freestyle on the clue tape. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. that, that was the first time I think we heard him then. I na- uh, heard of nature? Yeah. Uh, I think so. But all this was happening around the time where, like, you know, the firm was coming together. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they was both supposed to be in the firm at the same time. I don't think so. Or if nature just replaced... Core Mega. He, he replaced him, and I think that's how the whole beef started. Yeah, but you don't think they were, it was going to be all, both of them? Nah, yeah, I don't think so. I And I honestly, like, I feel like Nature kind of got rushed into the firm. I don't feel like this guy was actually... I don't even think really Core Mega was ready for it either, if you think about it, because you got AZ, who's already made a name for himself. You got Foxy, who was fucking buzzing hard at the time. Right. So you got, like, three pretty much heavyweights... It's, it's a super group, and then you got Cormega, then Nature. Right. And, I mean, yeah, I, I love both of them as artists, like, definitely, like, in, in my top list. But they just, at, the, at that point in time, they didn't, like, their name didn't carry the same weight as the other three, I feel Nature's like. definitely didn't. I feel like Cormega had a buzz going. Yeah, yeah, it was minor, but, uh, yeah, Nature, I, like, it was, all right, we got Foxy, Nas, 
AZ and this bald guy on the cover. Right. I didn't even, <laughs> and definitely by the time the album cover dropped, like I was a nature fan, but that was not you what I expected. You never even saw him. You knew, definitely you didn't know expect him to look like that. Um, but I remember like the summer, it was another clue tape with like angel dust on the shit. And um, so like, and Cormega, I don't know. I feel like, again, I was kind of young at the time, maybe like 12 or something, but I just envisioned this guy as super gangster extraordinaire. You know what I mean? So to go along with his rapping. Who, Cormega? He, Cormega, yeah. Cause like Nas was bigging him up and shit. You knew this guy just came out of the fucking can. You felt like this guy was like a real G from Queensbridge. So he had like a persona. His bars were like, okay, but the shit he was saying was like, was pretty fire to me, you know what I mean? And the tracks he had like, Angel Dust Drop, Dead Man Walking, like his production was crazy and shit the like one, that. The one thing about him is he has one of the best ears for beats that I've ever seen on an artist before. I guess you could say that because he Except definitely... Except for the new album, which we'll dig into later. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to fucking... Uh, what Mega. is it called? Mega? Yeah. I think it's called Mega. Yeah, so I feel like he had a buzz, and then, I don't know, I feel like I feel like I heard a story about Nas doing some snake shit where there was like a firm photo shoot, and they never even told Cormega about it, and that's kind of how he found out like he wasn't in the firm no more. Oh, really? Some shit like that, yeah. So, I don't know. You know, this is all chatty patty shit. I have no fucking idea how it went down. But um, Nature definitely just came out of nowhere. And I feel like he rose to the occasion. Like, maybe he wasn't ready, but he was kind of like, you know, just un... uh, Like, he wasn't, like, molded yet. You know, he was just raw talent pretty much. Like, his bars were fire. Like, he, he had a nice delivery, everything. He just wasn't... He definitely couldn't make, like, a hit song. But we would soon come to find out, like, when he dropped a project, he could make a fucking solid well, project. Not, not just that. Like, I, I would say after the firm, like, when you heard him on Band from TV, that's when you started actually, like, checking for nature. Well, this guy definitely had the best verse on Band from TV. Yeah. And that was with, like, pun. Heavyweights. You everybody, know what I mean? Like, the locks, fucking cam, everybody. Like, you got, uh, you got this guy outshining everybody. Yep. And that was, and even on the firm, like, you know, I'm leaving and shit like that. Like, a lot of the shit he did was standout performances. Yep. And then on, um, I think I, it was Desperado's where he was throwing shots yeah. at um, Cormega. They, well, there was also a freestyle on that uh, Cluminati 2. Where that was another place that I heard him. It was a freestyle with him, Nori, some group called Femme Fatale. And, oh, like, yeah, Mary yeah, J. Yeah, yeah. That shit was mad hot, too. Like, so... After the firm project, this guy's doing like a lot of shit that's making you want to look for him, look for his name on track listings, look for his name on mixtapes, and uh, he was definitely drawing attention to himself. And I feel like everybody kind of was still sleeping on, on him in a way because even when his album dropped, uh, what the hell was it for all seasons? Yeah. When that dropped, I wasn't really overexcited about it. But oh, when no, I, I was excited about when it. When I heard it, I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? This is amazing. Shit is a classic. Bottle it right now. I would give it four and a half. <laughs> Straight up. I, I, Every song on there is fire. Yeah. Even if it's like Go Red, which is kind of like unorthodox. Go Red? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, got the double time hats and shit like yeah. that. Um, the, the shit where you talk about fucking a bitch from Murray Bertram. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Kingpin went to high school there. Did he really? (laughs) Shout out to Murray Bertram, yo. 
uh, that whole album, like front to back, I can't really think of a trash song on there. Like I remember was classic. Yep. Uh, and then the shit was set off by one of my all-time favorite songs, a song we definitely gonna delve into. Fucking man's world, like yeah, shit was fucking fire, like. I would say that's definitely in my top 10 hip-hop songs of all time. That album, I would say, might even be in my top 10 albums of all time. Yeah, I, possibly. I think it might be also off top of the head. And you know me, I'm a dickhead when it comes to, like, keeping, I don't know. I, I, I Most people that listen to the show might not peg Nature for All Seasons as being in my top 10. But it definitely is. Yeah, like, it was amazing. It it didn't have any good promotion. It was. It came out under Columbia. Trackmasters produced the entire thing. Did they really? Yeah, but it still just didn't have enough behind it to really get out there. And then this guy's next project was a fucking joke. What was that, Wild Gremlins or something? Yeah. <laughs> Before we shit on nature, let's drop this fucking Man's World track and celebrate this guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man's World, here it is. <laughs> You are now tuned into ColecoVision Radio. Lies and rumors, money and hoes. It's the world that I'm attached to, the world that I know. Influential, never stable in the mental, but clever. Spitting that same shit niggas is into. I bleed for the crap if I have to. Think rational, loving money and weed, pussy and fast food. Tattoo a dead man's name on my arm. That was a thug to the street and still afraid of his dog. Every day I watch a player get robbed, player get popped. Try to drink the pain away and pray that it stop. In the morning, head straight to the spot, the juice bar. Niggas tried all that other shit and what's the use, God? For the paper nature, take it too far. Perfectionists rep the bridge. Everything's foul except the kids. We get it on and contradict living long. Though the clock is still tick when you gone. Now when you a man, be a man You need a plan If you fall, I'ma put you on your feet again, nigga When you call, I'ma show you how to eat again Been through it all, I showed you how to be a friend Now when you in charge, be in charge You need a squad If you fall, I'ma show you how to be involved I give them more Niggas know they can't see the God I can't believe it, God I gotta eat a star Keep the lava's image, high percentage Four in the morning, niggas blitzing on corners like the line of scrimmage Convicts turning confident into the phase of niggas in a feminine ways. Love my Timberlands, cinnamon suede, bottles more proof for all the problems that a nigga go through. It's forever real, cause some scars could never heal. I'd rather throw the cards in and pray I get a better deal. Guns excite me, keep at least a hundred wifeys. My thumbs up in the pens, y'all need to write me. Street cadets, alias names, and rearrests. It doesn't take much to know that Reefer helps relieve the stress. We make moves, all get caught for the loot. Wow, niggas on the block, look for more to recruit. Getting chips from an alternate route, but the same breed. 20 something years now, living out the same now. When you a man, be a man. You need a plan. If you fall, I'ma put you on your feet again, nigga. When you call, I'ma show you how to eat again. Been through it all, I showed you how to be a friend. Now when you in charge, be in charge. Recognize names, know us niggas by the walk or by the size of the chain. You know the motto, we live for the day like no tomorrow. We only make a time for the hoes to swallow. Fuck a role model, I need therapy. Seven nights out the week, jump out my sleep, breathing heavily. Keep my head up, only the strong survive. Living in a man's world still belongs to a tribe. Took the family along for the ride. Watch them eat, now I'm moving with the same cast that rock you to sleep. Never close your eyes, learn to roll with the wise. Cause some niggas will talk shit and play close to the side. While I call the shots, it's 
stay supporting the block We living above the law until all of it stops Still I open doors, a thug nigga overall And if you ain't know, then black man go for y'all Now when you a man, be a man if you fall, I'ma put you on your feet again, nigga When you call, I'ma show you how to eat again Been through it all, I showed you how to be a friend Now when you in charge, be in charge You need a squad, if you fall, I'ma show you how to be involved I give them more, niggas know they can't see the God I can't believe it, God, I gotta eat on dog Yo, fucking shout out to the wild fucking gremlin, yo Fucking man's world, shit no matter it's it's been 21 years now 2019 that shit dropped probably 98 um i i I usually like have that in the headphones when i'm working out there's something about just that sound that gets my adrenaline sky high classic beat classic sample shout out james brown um yeah so again for all seasons classic album also you know what i mean ultimate high beat was fucking fire um, led to some more fucking controversy though where we ain't friends like yeah. definitely had everyone feeling like it was going at Nas cause wasn't Nas on Ultimate High but not in the video or some shit like that yeah too? and I think they might have even taken his, his vocals out of the video version I think so and then you got a song called We Ain't Friends on there it was like okay here it, we go yeah they like it came out on a mixtape or something like a month or two after Ultimate High came out yeah, so Nas has a history of burning fucking bridges. Yo. I don't know what that's all about. I don't think they ever... Did they ever squash it? They had to for the Queensbridge yeah, album. Yeah, it was right? on the Queensbridge 2000 shit. So they must have... They must be... I'm sure they're fine. Um, but, yeah, so... I don't know. I'm not sure what happened, but obviously... I mean, maybe the beef with Nas, too, might have also blacklisted him the same as it did with Cormega. Because uh, I'm actually reading here that... Um, the reason why the Testament album was shelved was because of his uh, split with the firm. This guy, Nas, y'all, pulled up to Lior's desk like, yo, check this out. <laughs> Fuck Mega. Fuck Mega. And then Nature getting some steam. I wonder, like, I remember Hove had a line talking about Sun Don't sh- this. I always stutter when I say this line, too, <laughs> but Sun Don't Shine if Sun Don't Shine. So I feel like Nas um, maybe felt threatened. A little but insecure, I don't see, And I, I don't see why he would feel that way at all because he was uh, obviously nicer than both of them. They were still great artists, but he was, I feel like he was on another level. So I don't I don't see why this guy would feel threatened or insecure about. I feel like, I wonder, Again, we're just playing like armchair psychologists here. We have no fucking idea what what goes through nobody's mind. But I remember hearing about Nas always wanting to be in like Nori's studio sessions too because like Nori's energy was crazy. Nas was supposed to hop on like mad different tracks with Nori and shit like that. Sang on a hook on his his shit. Um, So I feel like even though Nas is regarded as one of, if not the greatest, I still feel like there was a part of him that like felt as though other people were potentially hotter than him and he wanted to either a feed off of that and like you know get some of that energy in the case with nori or b shelve their ass in the case of fucking (laughs) mega and nature could be completely off base here but um 
There, there seems to be like a, a nugget of evidence of this shit. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely seeing a trend. So if he did show fucking Mega, that's fucked up. Cause this guy, that album, like I mean, he later released it on his own independently. But that shit, they were dropping a few songs at a time around uh, the, that time period when the album was supposed to uh, be released off Death Jam, and everything they were dropping was fire. So, Testament is the album with him on, like, a dollar bill, right? Or whatever. No, no, no. Testament, uh, he's just, like, standing in front of it. It looks like he's on a church or some shit. Oh, the, yeah, the yeah, 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 right, yeah. So, but the shit where he's, like, looking out the window. Yeah. That, was that before the Testament album? The Testament album was his first actual album. It just wasn't released until after, I believe... The realness, yeah, yeah. It was the like shit where he's looking out the window is the realness, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think he later released it independently after he dropped the realness, and I think the other one was true meaning. No, nah, that was after the so. Well, fuck it, who the fuck knows the order? But so, Testament was recorded prior to the realness, but wasn't released until after because he Correct. was fucking blackballed, yeah. So yeah, I don't doubt it. You know, I don't doubt black balling happens. You know well, what I mean? You know what he probably had to do too? He probably had to uh, stash a little bit of money away to buy his masters from Def Jam for the Testament. That's why he didn't release it on his own till later. Yeah, I'm sure he definitely had a shit contract. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm reading here something about it was one of them fucking 360 deals or something that fucking Joe Buttons was going nuts on Little Yachty about or something. Yeah, like I don't that. even know what that means, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. What I, I don't have the patience yeah. to fucking research it either. <laughs> Shout out to the 360 deals and everybody getting fucking raped. <laughs> 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 fucking raping you records, yo. But... <laughs> Yeah, Testament had a lot of a lot of fire tracks, but probably one of the hottest is the title track, right? Fuck yeah, man. I think so. All right, without further ado, Core Mega, Testament, 20 years later. Uh, shit, probably should have been like 23 years later if Nas didn't blacklist this guy. Yep. Testament, drop that shit. It's Clico Vision Radio with Don Knotts and Bums Hollywood taking you back. Exotic, the LS Lex, neck brolic, weather snakes dwell. 
about death follows The best knowledge is respect power And never test hours Cause live niggas late Stiffer than dead flowers I represent excellence My mind's a nine My third eye a extra clip Yet to flip So never question this Poetry I manifest in this Graffiti filled testament Yeah, yeah, you know It's like I come for a joke, you know Bag this up Ship this to every hood Indictments trap my team Life is felonies, fear, and jealousy Then death finally appears Save your tears when I rhyme Niggas be wildin' Enemy silent My mic temperature is like a Caribbean island Consider me living energy My poetry so complex Whatever I bless you know it's me A hidden anguish Spoken through forbidden language If I'm getting too deep speak And I'll explain shit yo I know a few will never show true love I'm condemned due to my association with thugs The streets raised me Made me, the weak praised me Indeed it was written, you would one day betray me Listen, as my money starts to escalate I estimate fake thugs forbidden Written in my testament Yeah, so you know questioning Real right now Know what I'm saying We're gonna establish our own commission Have our own business The east, the west The money green on your side The money green on my side It's ColecoVision Radio. You know where your hoe is. <laughs> it's time for the new wave of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, by that bomb-ass intro, that can only mean one thing. It's time for the new wave of the week. Uh, this week, <laughs> Cormega has dropped a new project, and um, it's titled Mega. Uh, You initially told me about this album I was pretty excited to say Alright, finally an artist that I fuck with I get to do a review on their album Wasn't so exciting after I listened to the five songs and five (laughs) instrumentals (laughs) Uh, What what did you think about it? uh, Well, alright, so first things first I looked at it Saw that this guy put out five songs and five instrumentals looks like a maxi single right for a total of 27 minutes so if you get (laughs) rid of the five instrumentals the shit is fucking uh 13 minutes well yeah the first song alone is a minute and 33 seconds with not one drum and then the longest song is three minutes and eight seconds um there were drums on it but the first song had no drum yeah the first one didn't But the, the whole feel on this, it sounded like some fucking, like, new age bullshit. Straight easy listening. Yeah, like, uh, this is like shit that you li- you would hear in a day spa with mad incense burn. Straight Muzak. <laughs> I, like, he's he is good for this type of sound, but it just, I don't know. It was too much, and it was too much of the same feel. 
and it was too soft. And I feel like this guy was going overboard with trying to drop knowledge. Mad knowledge, yo. Mad jewels. I feel like... I mean, he is fucking 49 <laughs> years old, so... I mean, he's definitely speaking off experience, but God damn. Seen it all, yo. Blood, sweat, and tears. But, I don't know. I feel like on their own, each one of these beats would be fire. You know what I mean? Like, but not back to back to back Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because it's actually funny because I'm in the car today, right? And uh, I have the Bluetooth uh, linked to my phone. So, sometimes when I get in the car, it'll just automatically play something that's on Spotify. And one of these instrumentals started playing. I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Uh-huh. I didn't know where it was coming from. I knew the radio wasn't. I'm like, why is this playing? Where is this from? And then I realized it was the fucking instrumental of the uh, the first song with no drums. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, overall, the the these songs could have been good if they were all on an average sounding core mega album individually but just to have them all together it was just i don't know i don't even know what to make of this debacle um what you think about the have appearance when i saw that i was like excited about it but the song wasn't that great i feel like this guy's vocal sounded weird too yeah well the one thing i noticed it wasn't even about that song but yeah they did sound weird on that song whoever engineered this shit it sounded clean, but I feel like they went overboard with the amount of like echo and shit. And yeah, delay that reverb and shit. Like it was like when half because half first came in, no drums, and like it sounded clean but a little od. Yeah, when when the drums come in, I felt like it kind of evened out. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that, that that's the engineer's fault right there. You got to learn how to balance that out, Kiko. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so. All in all, very underwhelming. Very. His uh, his last album, um, what was it, Mega Philosophy? Couldn't tell you, never heard of I, it. I swear to God, we, we reviewed this and you told me about it, but his last album was Mad Hot. And just to have this little five-song, new-age, weird, like, uh, this guy, it sounded like he had features from, like, Yanni on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I don't know. It was, it was a letdown. And, like, granted, like, I'm sure there were uh, incredible jewels being dropped. But I just couldn't get past the overall sound and the feeling of it. It was just mad boring. It was definitely um, just mad melancholy. Mad monotonous. Not one change. Even the, like... I feel like the key of the songs were just yeah. consistently the same. Yeah. And, like, it just brought nothing. It, it wasn't your typical mega, like, hard, like, gritty-sounding shit. Needed something way harder. And, and the one thing, the critique that I've always had about this guy is I feel like when he is recording, this guy doesn't really know his lyrics as well as he should. And he kind of sounds like he's, like, fumbling over shit. Oh, yeah, he definitely fumbles. And But you know what? Back in the day, like, I feel like he did a better job of, like, leaving room and then going back on another track. He used to rap himself. back and forth with himself. Yeah. yeah. That shit was hot. That shit was hot. I didn't hear an ounce of that on this album. No. This was, and not having a drum to, like, <laughs> carry a rhythm to yeah. made it even worse. 
I got one bottle for this album. Really? That bad? It sucked. I gave it two, <laughs> which I thought that that's like the <laughs> lowest rating I think I've ever given an album on here. It was like no disrespect, even though this seems like the kind of guy that would feel very disrespected by a one bottle rating. Uh, and he follows us. I, I'm just saying, like, it's five songs and it's mad weak and it's the same vibe. Like, if anyone else dropped that shit, you would crucify them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we can't give this guy a break just because, A, we respect him. B, he's from Queensbridge. It was very lackluster. I also feel like after hearing something like this, I don't know who produced any of this shit, but this guy must be... I don't want to say desperate for production because I'm sure there's probably a lot of like halfway decent producers that would give him shit, but he should definitely take a trip to ColecoVision Media Group and have a little sit down with us about producing this entire project. <laughs> Yo, the best part is if any of the listeners rewind the episode, this guy said he has the best ear for beats he's ever heard. No, and I, I still <laughs> stand by that, which is why this was so confusing to me. <laughs> because if you go back and you listen to all his projects, this guy's like production is always crazy. That's why this was such, like, out of, out of the blue. And it just, the, if, you, if you line this up with the rest of his projects, this sticks out like a sore thumb. Right. And I'm kind of disappointed in it. I really am. Kinda? <laughs> no, I'm flat out. Flat yeah, out. Yeah, there's like not one like takeaway I'd honestly on some of the shit rather listen to the instrumental and like if I'm just driving on some like <laughs> just driving home from work type shit you know I don't I can't even call it shit is just I will never play it again oh yeah definitely not like, and I tried to play it multiple times cause I was like yo like let me give this guy the fucking common courtesy to play this shit again and uh it didn't didn't help didn't matter Straight up trash. So this guy gets one and a half bottles. Yes. Yes. All right. That's where he lands. One dot five. <laughs> so I say to get on a brighter note. <laughs> we still got more tracks left to play, right? Oh yes, we do. Let's get on to some motherfucking nature, yo. Um. We we've discussed Cormega long enough. This track this this came out probably like '98, obviously before the fallout, um, and it was uh, you know kind of around the time. This might I feel like this was probably like this is weird because I didn't even think Fifty was out in like '98. I thought he came out like '99 and shit. But no, this was from like '01 or '02. This was around the time his album came out. Yeah, so f- I. It was like right before Stillmatic dropped. Was it? Yeah, because him and uh, Nature were beefing around that time. I thought him and Nature were beefing back in for all seasons. Well, we ain't friends. Oh, hold on. That's oh, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. But maybe this is post-QB2000. They made up and then dropped this Yeah, shit. okay. Yeah, that makes That's sense. That's the only sensible solution. Fuck it. But the song we're talking about is Too Hot. Um, don't ever forget that niggas bit off nah shit, yo. The the let me say this before we drop this. If, if you like really like write down the whole Queensbridge timeline, it's pretty fucking intricate. There's mad little weird events and 
beefs and falling outs and like people uh you know coming back together there's just like it's a crazy ass place yeah there's it, a, it really is there's a lot of a lot of situations i think that you know like when nori's talking about grimy and shit there's probably a, a lot of grimy individuals yeah um and then there's also a lot of money which makes even normal people grimy so if you give some grimy people money it's gonna be fucking extra grimy and then, um, you know, the opportunity to make more money makes people less grimy. Or it's like, yo, we could drop a QB album. Let's stop being grimy and come together real quick. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. And for some reason, it still produces the best hip hop sound ever created. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Decide this for yourself, ladies and gentlemen. This is fucking too hot. 50 Nas in nature. You are now tuning to Rico Vision Radio, the home of real hip hop. Niggas put off nine. Admit it. Nine shit. Niggas, niggas put off nine. Admit it. You bit it. Bit it. Niggas put off nine. Admit it. Nine shit. Niggas, niggas put off nine. You could be a rider and ride or a coward and hide Either way you go against me, you still gon' die I got four max and few nines, I'm ready for beef You wanna talk, it ain't about money, then let it be brief I need a drop for when it's hot, a hummer for when it's cold And the attorney's in my corner when these fake niggas fold This shit I kick, fuck with niggas mentally Makes them wanna mention me and see me doing a quarter century In the penitentiary, Nostradamus predicted 50's the future That's a fact, money, I run up on your workers with the Mac Like with that pack, money, I'ma tell y'all what Poppy told me, I got what you need, 19-5 a key I stay catching the stunt, frontin' something mean And I clap any nigga for the right amount of cream Run up on the mall with the same problem solver Beat up ass, tape on a handle, trade revolver The too hot, niggas better hope we never hit rock Cause then we gonna run up in your spot Screaming, get the fuck on the floor, give us the road The project's too hot, niggas better hope we never hit rock Cause then we gonna run up in your spot Get the fuck on the floor. Yo, I'm like Sugar Jane Mosley. It ain't no beef, ain't you're no staring. Beef. A ticket holder that sits in row three next to Ron Artest and Kobe. Yo, I woulda went pro too. Then I let them Philly slow me. I'm like a black man's asthma, seeking a pump, seeking a breathing pump. deeper when I'm creeping up. Y'all need to fuck with the tightest. I'll stick niggas, encephalitis, leaving whole families in silence. My virus is obvious. Passed on the most rap fiends, uncured, ain't no vaccine. Last seen at the automatic. Telemachine, maxing out on the studio booth, blacking out. It's Con Ed style, real twisted. I disappear on some Blair Witch shit. Coming back a rich kid, either or. You can't stop me with my feet in the door. I walk away from the street or the morgue. Play your part, nigga. Too hot. Niggas better hope we never hit rock. Cause then we gonna run up in your spot. Screaming, get the fuck on the floor. Give us the road. The project's too hot. Niggas better hope we never hit rock. Cause then we gon' run up in your spot I disturb niggas and white boys with five pointy stars tatted on their arms. Pimp your moms like a magic Don Juan from Queens to Hong Kong. We eating the bong, we smoke that. Leave our mix on the coke rack, dose that. Plot on me. Nine times out of ten, the nine is on me. Feds search the guard, but nothing they find on me. When I rap, don't wait to clap applaud sooner. Unless you hate a nigga like George Bush Jr., I bring war quick to you. Porsche maneuvers through the city like New York sewers, stinking up the air. Central Park horse manure, rims and. 22 inches, thin suspensions, 20 
two-inch dick when I'm pimping Impotent, you niggas get me sick Wanna be sounding like you know I'm my arithmetic But we don't sound alike 50 Cent was brave-hearted We ride to the grave to part us You fake niggas imitate what I started Scope, scope Niggas good off gentlemen you know what time it is it's your favorite time of the week it's time for this, this fucking, fucking guy. guy florida ladies and gentlemen this week's this fucking person <laughs> no I, I see the mugshot from here <laughs> oh my god there's no guy this, this fucking bitch this fucking biatch Goes by the name of Leda Christamo from Southwest Florida. Now, this lady was arrested on December 24th, Christmas Eve. Jesus Christ, what are you doing with your life, lady? <laughs> on December 24th, she was arrested for allegedly robbing a postal worker and threatening people with a toy gun. So, basically, what happens is. You know, it's Christmas Eve. There's probably a lot of good shit in those fucking um, postal trucks. So she runs up on the truck. Got the fucking swammy in the tuck. I just dropped a bar right there. Oh, yeah, this dude is fucking 16 about And I uh, was Challenge like... Challenge for next week's this fucking guy is to turn it into a 16. Definitely got to drop that 16. <laughs> Wasn't that a segment? It was like a, a segment idea in the past. Yeah, we never did it. Never did that. Right, yeah, if like you said something like that, you would have to just stop and drop, drop the six. that fucking sixteen. Yep. But uh, yeah, so basically she rolled up on this fucking guy and was like, "Yo, come up off that package, yo." Pause. And um, that bitch had the dead president's face painted. Definitely on. had the fucking dead president's fucking face. Had the M16 with the plastic handle, even though the whole fucking thing was plastic. And this fucking guy <laughs> handed over the package. I can't blame her. Somebody's aiming something at me. I was like, yo, take it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll get paid enough to die over a fucking uh somebody else's mail. Exactly, right? <laughs> take whatever you want, bitch. So at that point, uh bystanders came out and she started aiming the motherfucking machine gun at people. At which point she became surrounded and made her escape attempt. Now this bitch tucked the fucking swammy back in the in the fucking trench coat and fled off on a tricycle. 
<laughs> no bullshit. This bitch ran away on a tricycle. Does anybody have footage of this? We're looking for it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, if you do have footage, be sure to add us on Instagram. Add us on Twitter and Facebook. We need to see this footage. We got the fucking mugshot. We gonna plaster this shit all over social media because um, somebody's auntie is out here robbing motherfuckers on a tricycle and she needs to be shamed for it. <laughs> so... Basically, uh, she it didn't take long. There was no high-speed chase on a tricycle, right? Uh, she hit the corner and got fucking pulled over. Cops made her get her ass on the ground. She did not resist arrest, and she reportedly told deputies that God and the voices in her head were telling her to do things. Now, the package was eventually returned to the postal worker, and no injuries were reported. Again, if you see this bitch's face... You will understand that she likely was in a full conversation with many, many voices in her head. Is that a real thing? Like, I can't picture hearing voices in my head. Or am I just crazy? I uh, I think it likely occurs in some people. And they look like this. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like as time goes on, like, people just become more and more fucking crazy. And, like, shit like this with voices in heads and... Just off the wall shit like that, like you hear about more often nowadays. People are fucked up. People are crazy, and yeah, we're just getting crazier and crazier. And you know what I mean. Uh, we could go off on a tangent here, but I mean, we could make this fucking guy into a show within the next five years. Yeah, we uh, could have like fucking five people per show per week. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Big things coming in 2019, <laughs> you know what I mean? But let b- before we get ahead of ourselves, let's take the time to pay the much-needed respect and shame to later Christomo, the Tricycle Bandit. It's Glico Vision Radio. You know where your hoe is. <laughs> it's time for top, 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 top five dead or alive. Yeah, hell, hell, you're a fucking soccer <laughs> You gotta get closer. Uh yeah, nobody expecting that because no one cares about that song. We're trying to be serious over here. Guy hopped out of the chair. That is the liquid swords of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you can tell from that bomb ass intro, it's fucking top five dead or alive time. For the new listeners out there that don't know what the fuck this segment is all about, basically what we did was hijack a motherfucking, uh, oh no, we did that for New Wave of the Week, right? What? Hijack the shit from the source. No, this this is, we hijacked the rating system and replaced it with bottles instead of mics. Yeah, yeah, so that was for the, the New Wave. So basically what we did here was uh, we had our premise hijacked from Barbershop Banter. Um, <laughs> That's what it was. There Shit, it is. Uh, yeah. I knew something got jacked. Exactly. I couldn't quite pinpoint it. Definitely. Shout out to Barbershop Banter. Uh, so basically, you know what I mean? We pick a topic, give you the top five, five being, you know, uh, the least hot, number one being the most hot, and uh, we discuss it. Don Notch usually gives us a fucking long list of bullshit um, along the lines of Liquid Swords being the hottest album ever made by the Wu-Tang or just period, right? No, I never saw oh, that. Oh, just by the Wu-Tang? Yep. By, by out of Wu-Tang. And uh, if he doesn't give some absurd shit, I give him a graceful nod. So 
With that being said, Don Knox set it off. Top five appearances by Nature and or Cormega. Let's go. Number five off of the uh, It Was Written album. Uh, Cormega's verse on affirmative action. The smoothest killer since Bugsy. Bitches love me. Yeah, pretty fire. Can't knock it. Cannot knock it. Number four. This is actually pretty interesting, and I guarantee you it's not on your list. So we we, we don't have to worry about knockout rules or any of that <laughs> weird shit. Shout out to Barbershop Banter. Uh, our very own ClecoVision Radio intro <laughs> with a verse from Nature. Shout out to fucking Nature. All right. It's an appearance. He appeared. Yep. He did his thing. It was fire. Not necessarily hotter than affirmative action, but all right, let's go. <laughs> well, I don't know. You've like name dropped both of us. How can you go wrong? Cormega didn't name drop me in affirmative action. Not yet. After he hears this episode, <laughs> definitely getting a diss track. He's probably going to hope I have a fireproof van. Hell yeah. Um, number three, Nature's Verse on Band from TV off the NORE album. The fuck is that doing at number three? Are you serious? Yeah. You think you think there's uh? I think it should be higher. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, it it could have been two also, but uh, my number two, um, this guy's appearance on I'm Leaving also off the uh. Firm out. Well, actually, not also off the firm album, but off the firm album. Also featuring Nori. Also featuring Nori. Yes. Um, and my number one. Uh, just the man's world song. I mean, that's an appearance. Classic. Heavy on the nature, huh? I got four nature appearances. <laughs> Heavy on. So the I think Nate. you know who I got. Heavy on the fucking Nate. All right, y'all ready for this fucking gospel, yo? Let's see. Number five. I'm going with Cormega on Angel Dust. Oh, yeah. What'd he say on that? No idea. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Lay back like a fat Buddha holding a pearl hand of Ruger and a Land Cruiser. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fire. Uh, number four. I tried to balance it out a little bit more and keep a little more mega. So uh, number four is affirmative action. Uh, you know what I mean? We already delved into why that shit was fire. Number three, I'm going with Triple Threat, fucking Nori Nature, and um, Nas. There were like a couple different versions of this shit. Shout out to Cutmaster C, King of New York tape. Shit was like a triple cassette tape. And uh, I feel like that there were a couple versions, but both were fire. Beat was just so fucking fire. Um, all right, number two, I'm going with Desperados. Shots fired at fucking... Core mega by nature. Sky had to learn not to fuck with uh, small cats or fake Cardi as a straw hats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and number one, I gotta say, regardless of rain or snow, banned from TV verse hottest, hottest fucking nature appearance ever. You think that was the hottest one? Yeah, definitely. Like Man's World is a is a you know my favorite song, but. This those guy, ver- those verses were mad hot on Man's World too. Verses were hot, but the way this guy just, cause he he set off. Yeah, the way he set it off. Yeah, one of the best posse cuts, as they say, of all time. First one in, no one lived up to this guy. All right, here's one for you. 
So let's look at that. What was the other posse cut that came out at the exact same time? Uh, N98. Mm-hmm. They were probably both on the same clue tape. Desert Storm. Uh, what, clue, like, N- clue Nino. I don't know. Four three two one was out at that time. Nah. Um. It was John Blaze off the Fat Joe album. Now Nas set that song off. Who had the hotter verse out of them two? Nature. You still think Nature's yeah, was hotter? I don't definitely. know. I I think that was one of Nas's better uh, appearances too. I don't know. I like don't the even Nature remember sh- Nas's verse off of that shit. You know what I mean? So it's like I know not Nature's verse from beginning to end. Talk about getting pussy with my father's features. Like the guy murdered shit. I don't even remember Nas John Blaze. Uh, my stripes show like regiments, military intelligence, murder game. With. I leave no evidence, credentials. Yeah, definitely not fucking with that Nate verse at all. I don't know. On any day in a fucking week, this guy. I don't give a fuck how much of a Nas fanboy you are. <laughs> definitely. That nature appearance, like, is timeless, I feel like. Plus, I don't know, like, the beat, band from TV, like, the energy was way... Like, John Blaze was a hot beat, hot song, but, like, I don't know, just a build-up. You got this guy talking about, shut the fuck up! You know, <laughs> like, just building, and then nature just came in and fucking slaughtered this shit. Yeah. Like, that is one of the best appearances by anyone ever. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Hands down. Like, just the vibe, the, the situation was perfect. So... Yeah, with that being said, like, we're going to put it on the motherfucking pole. And, you know what I mean? Y'all tell us who you got. Cormega and Nature. I think it's a unanimous consensus here that Nature, um, way nicer than Mega. In my opinion, I feel like uh, Nature is a nicer MC. Uh, he's a better lyricist. With Cormega, I, I always fucked with him as an artist. Like, he, he's... Not as good as Nature, but I feel like his beat selection, like, he makes hot songs. I think he he probably makes hotter songs than Nature. Can't name one mega song hotter than Man's World. No, I, I can't either. But, I mean, like, overall, like, if you look at everything he's done, he probably makes, um... He, he has a bigger body of work with more hotter songs than Nature. But Nature's had way more hotter verses. Definitely hotter verses. Even I don't know because honestly, like I stopped following nature. I'd never even heard Wild Gremlins, and like I never really cared about anything after, um, probably like the realness and then that or the Testament album from Mega. To be to be honest, so I don't know if he had hotter shit beyond that. But in my little box, there's no comparison at all. I don't give a fuck if you got five hot songs. You're not fuck. None of them are gonna cumulatively add up to the all seasons album none of his verses are gonna add up to the fucking band from tv album so it's like i know area, it's a no-brainer basically and no aspect of this guy fucking with nature but we gotta put it on a poll let us know what y'all think but yeah that does it for this week until motherfucking next time you can suck on his dick